What's up, guys? Happy Day Monday is what today is. Buddy, you're not plugged in. Marky's not plugged in. Someone's not plugged in. I'm plugged in. We're being told in the back, this just in, one of us is not plugged in. It's Marky. But to Marky's credit, there was a lot. You weren't plugged in either? I was plugged in, but then I unplugged myself and plugged myself back in live, and that's not good sound stuff. Did you miss us? We missed you. Welcome to live broadcasting. Today we have... Can't you tell we've been doing this for two years? Two whole years, guys. <laughs> two whole years. We have neat news. That's sketchy. And what's that thing coming at you today? And then plus we have what's the word... What is your purpose? What were you created for? Find out at noon today. And Hannah says Christmas. Yep. And then she says, I'm, and she's plugged into the Avon. I think she meant Fine. Avon. She's plugged into Avon? Are you selling it? <laughs> yeah, My mom used to that. sell it. Aww. And then she says yeah. Veen. And then Vine. <laughs> I appreciate, oh, I, I appreciate Skylar. You guys are doing great. Thanks, Skylar. <laughs> I feel like Skylar's here for these moments. Like, I, do you yeah. guys remember last week when um, William was running the computer and he forgot how to transition off and he it was just Buddy know. and yeah, Marky like waving? He, he, he went even, into it with no training. He didn't even forget. <laughs> he just didn't know. We were like, you're fine, just do it. But that being said, Skylar, yeah. in all caps, ha 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 ha, that was great. <laughs> um, and then Mrs. Dunphy's on. Hi, Hello, mom. Marky's mom. We love you. <laughs> Go for it. Hannah nope. said the only Avon I know is testify to love. What? Is that, is that the, where's mom? As I shall live, I will testify to love. I'll be a witness in the silences when words are not enough. Honestly, I love anytime musical buddy comes out, <laughs> and I want <laughs> to see more of this in the next month. As long as I shall live. I will testify to love. It sounds And she says, familiar. oh, wait, that's Avalon. Oh, you're right. Avalon? Also, like, Toyota. What, but was that, 
Were, were we on the same page? Yes, yeah, she said yes, Busty. Oh, Busty. <laughs> Sittler, I missed you. Proofread. Here, here's what I enjoy about Sittler is that I've said for a long time this is not anything like derogatory. I mean it with all sincerity. If Sittler were to be a dog, she would be the cutest golden retriever puppy ever because she's so happy. So what she I imagine is. is Hannah being like, "It's just a fight of love, Busby," and That's like it. it's just all excitement. <laughs> <laughs> and George says, "Buddy for the worship team." Look at that. Oh, thanks, would, would you look at that? Would you look at that? Look at that. <laughs> um, As you're on, by the way, comment tell us who you are, where you're watching from, so that way we can say hi to you. Happy Monday. I'm also curious. Does anybody else other than me and Hannah know that song? It yes. sounds familiar. Put a thumbs up in the comments if you do. Put a thumbs oh. down if you didn't. Only part of don't. it sounds familiar, though. Really? So I will say, bit. I feel like I've heard you sing it before, so I may only know your way of Who singing it. Who is it by? I feel like that's the first time I've sung that in <laughs> Avalon. Who is it? No, the song you sang. Uh, oh, Avalon. Avalon. Mm -hmm. That's a group? Apparently. Interesting. Let's pull it up. Let's pull it up right now. <laughs> Since it's family chat, really, all we're doing is just chatting as family. So, uh, Sydney says, I do not. Kevin that we were talking knows about the song. Life. Also, hi, Kevin. I haven't said hello to you yet. Cars, Good to see you, sir. Um, makeup. Johnny gives a thumbs down. He does not know that. <laughs> Good to see you, Priscilla. Um, also, as a side note, do you guys remember a few weeks ago, Buddy and I were on Family Chat, and I asked if you guys would be interested in doing a Christmas movie bracket. Well, you guys responded and said yes. So starting Aww. this Wednesday, we are doing the ultimate Christmas movie bracket showdown. So get yes. ready for that. It's going to debut on Wednesday. And should we show them the bracket? Yeah, absolutely. We have the we bracket should. available. Yes. Let's put it up on the screen, guys. I want you to see this. All right, let's take it away. Okay. Take it away real quick. Back. That's all you get. You know they can pause it, right? He just wanted. But do you want to pause it? Probably. I'm sure a lot of them are going to pause it. We, I looked up a lot of the most hey, popular. A lot of the most popular Christmas movies, and we actually put them, if you know what uh, like a seed order is, we put them on the bracket Sports. according to seed. A what? Um, Sports. It's like uh, March Madness. They basically... Did you just say Isildur? <laughs> yes, you did. A seed... Lord of the Rings! Seed order. A seed order. Whatever. He had to... So, but I'm it's going to say... It's a seeded bracket. I was just going to say it in a way that I understood because Buddy had to explain it at least three times for me and Abby. And it's where you match like the best movie with the worst movie, like, and they do that all the way through so that way it's like the best movies at the end that are showing down one another. Yeah. I made the same face. Yeah. That way, that way, the top movies may, uh, like have an opportunity to make it to the end. That way, they don't knock themselves out at the beginning. But maybe this will be but, the year that Jingle Bell Rock. What's the one? Jingle All the Way. That one. Jingle, all, jingle, jingle the way. all the Way makes yeah. it all the way through. For some reason, that was the lowest seed on the uh, on the bracket, and I don't understand why. Also, for some favorites. reason, they actually put Die Hard on that list, so I made sure I didn't put that on. I'm just what? kidding. Die Hard's on. I was like, you're gonna have people <laughs> rioting, yeah, mainly and, my and, husband. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to have that. Oh look, there's Skyler, Skyler with that. Yeah. <laughs> Serena Die Hard says, was the number two seed on, on the, the bracket. Serena says, whoa, what a teaser. Mm -hmm. Actually, she says, whoa, was a teaser. Oh, Serena. Marky, you heard Avalon in person when you were a baby. What? How did you not, how did you how did not you remember Isildur? Yeah. <laughs> here, I, I have the song Mom, right here. Mom, what? Also, look at that wonderful... Uh, I, you, I, I would show it to you. It's definitely like a small Christian band. Wait, let's fast forward. I forgot about this, so... Can they hear it? Wait, I need, I need to get you to the 
chorus. There <laughs> that sounds familiar. Okay, so if you guys are ever wondering what our weekday staff <laughs> meetings are like, this is it. Just add Abby in, and you've got what happens on Monday morning. There's speaking... so much shoulders. <laughs> I was just getting into it. Speaking of <laughs> Jingle All the Way, <laughs> George said, buddy, please stop. I'm done. <laughs> Speaking of uh, Jingle All the Way, when I was first wooing Serena. Um, when I was first wooing that Serena. That, that's, a, that's a term people use. It's a term you use. Um, I, I remember talking to her uh, about like Christmas movies, and I was going to tell her what my favorite Christmas movie is, and if you don't know it, it's Jingle All the Way. And she was like, oh my goodness, they were watching this movie in in like one of the the um, like the dorm lounge areas. And she said, it was like the worst Christmas movie I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, that's rough. So my favorite Christmas movie is Jingle All The Way. And she's like, well, I've never heard of that. I was like, it has Arnold Schwarzenegger. And she's like, oh, that's the movie that they were playing <laughs> in, uh, in there. Jingle I also love, great. George is here saying it's a term you use, which I don't think he heard me say it. That's just innately George. And then Kevin says, Wooing? Yeah, yeah. To woo somebody means to, uh, to basically to draw their attraction, I guess. You know, like like when I was first getting to know Serena and trying to convince her that I was cool. Honestly, Alex. That's a horrible uh, definition. I still only have your shoulders in my head. That's the only thing I can think about. <laughs> Uh, Becca brought up a valid point. The song that you just played reminds her of every step I take, I take in you. You make me move, Jesus. Every breath I take, I breathe in you. Waves of mercy, waves of grace. Everywhere I look, I see your face. What, what, where did these hand motions come from? Baptist summer camp. Did you go to I a never Baptist, went summer to Baptist, Baptist summer camp? <laughs> How do you I, know that? I don't know. They were waves, and it just kind of, it just kind of worked out. Yeah. Whenever we started going to this part, the I, rhythm it I gets you. I'm just curious how you both knew the move. So. We're just gonna stop. <laughs> your mom? Did you see your mom? She's no. Like, it is a true miracle. Serena was wooed. <laughs> Thanks, mom. Appreciate it. But it was definitely the Lord. Definitely the your Lord. Your mom roasts you harder than yeah. anyone. <laughs> Thanks, Mom. I appreciate it. You know, on live television with 20, at least 21 other people watching. <laughs> including the people in the studio. That makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> Happy oh, Thanksgiving. Man. Merry Christmas. Uh, Pastor Nicole says, hi, yay, it's hoodie day. I'm celebrating with you. Oh, my goodness. We are all wearing hoodies. Except I don't for have Abby. No, I don't have a hood. There's no hood. Oh. You just have a, you just have a like sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Never mind. It's not hoodie. Not hoodie day. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining George, us. George is here to build you up, though. I just want to end it on a high because George says, good job wooing, buddy. You're one for one. There you, you go. You have 100% like accuracy. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Uh, Hannah says, she's just keeping you humble, Buzzy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, guys, this has been Family Chat. Now we're moving on to declarations. We're going to take a minute and declare the word of God over our lives. We'll see you in just one second.
declarations. We're going to take a minute and we are going to declare the word of God over our lives. So I want you to say this with me. Let's put up our first confession of the day. Confession number one. Let's put it up. I want you to say this with me. We walk in the full manifestation of our inheritance in Christ. All right, confession number two. This is our second confession. Say this with me out loud. We are out of debt and carry a debt-canceling anointing, and we flow in supernatural abundance for every good work. And we have one more for you today. I want you to put this one in the comments. Say it out loud and put it in the comments. You know, double confessions. Say this with me. It's our year of multiplied increase. Amen. This is your year of multiplied increase. Do you believe it? Put it in the comments, and we'll see you in just one second. Now we're moving on to Neat News with Abby. We haven't seen Abby for Neat News in two weeks. Abby's back. So we'll see you for Neat News with Abby. Welcome to Neat News. I'm glad to have you back because I was here the whole time. I don't know where y'all have been for the past two weeks, but I'm back. All right, guys, I have three stories for you. I'm very excited, and hopefully they just start your week out on an awesome note, just full of joy and everything. All right, so let's go on to our first story of the day. Guys, it is Christmas time, officially, and now I can talk about reindeers. And I will let you, reindeers, or reindeer, yeah, that is more proper, I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> well, apparently, guys, um, where do reindeer live? I think in the North Pole. But also, I'm going to inform you today, they are also in the UK. There is one herd, um, they're not native to the UK, they were brought over for an experiment. Um, but then they survived, and they did great, and they're thriving, and now they had three little baby reindeer this summer, and they're able to join the herd this winter and tour the country as UK's only reindeer. They're going to tour the entire UK uh, just in celebration of Christmas, and look at how stinking cute they are. Look, um, I thought this, I will uh, give you in on a little inside in Abby's brain. I looked at this picture this morning. And I thought those were twigs that were uh, taped to their heads, and it's not. <laughs> it's definitely their horns uh, or their antlers. But look, they look like little twigs on their heads, but no, they're real. All right, guys, on to my next and maybe my favorite story today. I almost cried a little bit. Anyways, so uh, I don't know why there's a hat there. That might have been from last week, honestly. <laughs> it is from last week. Did you put a hat on this image? Oh, yeah. I never could take it away. Aw, oh, dang it. Well, <laughs> this grandma right here, she has 13 grandchildren. And like most grandmas, she loves these grandchildren. And she wants to talk to them and spend time with them and relate to them. 
Well, all of these 13 grandchildren have one thing in common besides her being their, their grandma, and that is that they all love Marvel. So what did she do as a dedicated grandma, but she watched 30 Marvel movies in a row, I don't know consecutively, I mean she slept in between, but she had this whole Marvel movie marathon, watched them all in the order that they came out, and then took notes. And it is the sweetest thing, just so that she could just talk to her grandchildren and like have things to talk about and just, it was really sweet. So you can see right here, if you're like, if you're on a, um, Joni said gross? What? No, that's so sweet of her. Um, if you're like on a TV and it's like big enough or like, I don't know, you can zoom in somehow, you can see these are notes from uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. And she's like, uh, Spider-Man uh, like has a fight on top of the building explosion and it's it's really sweet <laughs> Skylar said I'm not crying I know I about cried too all right I mean I about not cried too uh, let's go on to our last and final story of the day and I'm very excited you're getting into the Indiana Jones side of me now um, they have found the very first it seems like Canaanite uh, <laughs> language written down on something and now there's several dialects apparently, I don't know all the history, but this is apparently one of the very first languages like written out alphabet that spurred all of our written alphabet that we have today. And what, what better for them to find the first written sentence in the Canaanite language than on an ivory comb. And I will read the translation of what it says. Uh, very eloquently, it, describes something on this comb. It says, may this tusk root, because ivory's made out of tusk, may this tusk root out the lice of the hair and the beard. Brings tears to your eyes, doesn't it? Well, guys, that's been this very, very uh, fancy ivory tusk comb. And I hope you enjoy Neat News very much. And also, speaking of neat and wonderful, Amazing news, we have reached our 100th commenter of the day. Congratulations, Joni. You have gotten the 100th comment, and you can claim that at whatsright.com slash gift. All right, now we're going on to that Sketchy. We'll see you there. Once again, for that sketchy. You know what that means? We got some drawings and stuff that we're gonna do, and you're gonna guess in the comments what we're drawing. It's basically Pictionary, but we call it that sketchy because that's a cooler name. All right, so what we're gonna do is we are going, I'm going to hand this to Marky first. Okay. I'm going to give Marky something to draw. Okay. 
and you and you are gonna have to guess what she's drawing. Okay. Right. Are you ready? I am ready. Are you ready? Yes, I believe in you. That is what you are drawing. Um. Okay. All right. Let's start now. I'm not super familiar with this. I'm so sorry. You can do it. You can do it. Um. Um. So. Um. Okay. It's a guy <laughs> with green hair. I don't know how to straight draw. up. <laughs> or his head is on fire. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> um, that's a teepee? Or a tent? Oh, They're camping? Oh my goodness. <laughs> They're camping. And he's got a hot potato head. Can you tell them the category? Can you tell them the category? I, I kind of don't want to. <laughs> Oh just man! Add some color to it. I'll, um, I'll give you a category if this just keeps aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> it's going so well. <laughs> trying to draw a clothes. shirt. <laughs> oh my gosh! What? Okay. Is um, that his shorts? That, no, that's they don't even cover his legs. <laughs> um, okay, this this is a Christmas. Oh, this just um, movie. Yeah. A Christmas movie? Well, it's a Christmas, um, um, a Christmas, what's the word? Yeah? A phrase? Saying. No, it, it's, it's not, no, it's like a movie, but. Not? Not. It's not a movie, it's a TV well, show. But it's not a TV show either. It's a Christmas a production can maybe. Sammy, can Christmas you put the, television the production. Can you put the screen on the bottom? Yes, you see oh. that? You see that? Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay guys, put your guesses in the comments. Is that a dog on top of the tent? Maybe that's a mountain. Maybe it's a mountain. <laughs> so I see Nutcracker Camp Cool Kids. Uh, the Santa Claus. Mom says, oh my bud. What? I'm not drawing right now. Is that Charlie Brown? <laughs> Basher said Charlie Brown. George says that's Snoopy. Oh, yeah, he does. Becca have... says it's Charlie Brown. <laughs> Trina says Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah, uh, it's Charlie yep. Brown. <laughs> it is a Charlie Brown Christmas. <laughs> it's definitely a doghouse, not a tin. It, that, that, is, is that is a doghouse. You know what? A doghouse has, you know, a little bit of extra. Yeah. Under it. Yeah. There's yeah. a reason why. I don't love art. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna remove my parts and um, we're gonna save this and keep it please, forever. Please, please, this is my favorite. Uh, so All right, let's. You, thank you guys, I love you all. It thank took you. a while thank to get you. there. Thank you for getting that. But we got there. All right. Barry, I, I, mean, I Be might not have. Becca said, in hindsight, I see it all clearly now. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense, it really does. Yeah, sure yeah. It does. No, you did great, you did great. All right. Okay. I'm going to give you. <clears throat> it's this is also a Christmas theme. Production. Okay. Okay. All right. Go for it. Work Do with it. Me. You can you only go up from <laughs> where I just was. It's only up from here. Um, I don't yep. need so much agreement in the back, please. All right, Abby is now starting. Hannah says a white piece of paper. That's it. You got it. Just kidding. Man. I'm just kidding. Okay. That, actually, that is a possibility. It could oh, be like a, a wide out or something. That's something that both Barrett, I mean Buddy and Abby would do. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Oh no. Oh well. We're just gonna keep working with it. Okay. 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 You okay. see that? You see that? You're tracking it's with a me. A cow. 
<laughs> no, it's Christmas. Christmas. It's a reindeer. Okay. 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 Reindeer. Yep. Rudolph. Mm -mm. Yeah, it looks like a dog. No, it's a reindeer. Yeah, look. Okay. So All right. Prancer. I see Snowstorm, Little Drummer Boy, Rudolph. Dallas says dog. Prancer. Um, um, uh, George says Rudolph. We got some good guesses. Oh he's flying. Rudolph is uh, flying. Are our sound effects allowed? Uh, they should be. Okay. Sure, Johnny and Barrett are saying Johnny the Grinch. Johnny says the Grinch. Barrett says the Grinch. Um, Barrett says Max from um, the Grinch. Um, George says that's so much better than I can do. Um. Thanks, George. <laughs> he has little shoes. That was a check mark. He has Nikes? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now, why would he have Nikes? Oh, I see what you're doing now. Barrett says Blitzen. Kevin says Comet. Keep going. Uh, um, so we haven't said the movie? No. It's not a, I didn't say it was a movie. I just, just said it's Christmas. Christmas just Christmas. Barrett says Blitzen. George says ah. sound effects are important. Yeah. No, Ooh. what happened to my... Oh, Guys, continue turned, to put your guesses in the comments, It please. turned white. Huh? So it's... it's you it. did? Oh, no. It keeps turning white. Oh, that's so sad. Oh. Oh, that was his eyeball. Wait, so are we missing comments right now? Let me check. Oh, oh I see I see bullets in. I don't know what else to what I else see to Max. do. Yeah, I don't see them on mine. Huh? It's well if it was censoring you, I, I would see, still see them. I see something. I see something. Oh, I see Dasher from Becca. And Becca, you got it. You got it. It is specifically Dasher. Look, because he's fast. See, I thought it would be easier by giving you the first <laughs> of the reindeer. You know, Dasher, Dancer, Prince, Fiction, Count, No, Honestly, I don't know any of them. Really? Like, really? I can't do that. I can't just list them up. You know Dasher in Prince. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this was the first status you ever put about me on Facebook, was that I didn't know the reindeer name. That names. is amazing. What? Um, and Crystal like says, run, run, Rudolph. <laughs> 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 I just had what a, are the rest of those words? I don't know, but that, I know that's the song that the the um, from uh, two yeah. from Home yeah. Two. Oh, <laughs> run, run, Rudolph! Are you pretending to be Santa's gonna make it to town? Uh, well, it's like the the little clown in the shower. Remember? Oh, the, the inflatable clown. Yeah, that's, okay. that's the song that he was dancing to. Anyway, okay. guys, thank you for joining us for that sketch. Now we're moving on to what? That, that thing. 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 We'll see you right there. For what's that thing? If I, I can, know. real fast. Go. Before we hop into the game, Pastor wants you to know, don't go anywhere. Stick around because he has a really important announcement for you coming up in just a couple minutes. So it's going to be announced here, coming at you in just a couple. We can't tell you because no. we already know. <laughs> Secret time. But you're going to find out in just a couple minutes. So don't go anywhere because it's coming at you. Yeah. Okay. You're going to want to be here. Amen. Trust for me. sure. 
Yes. Big announcement. Probably Huge. one of the biggest we've ever announced on Lunch Plus. Ginormous. I'm not yeah, hyping okay. it. No, no, no it, it is big. It is a big <laughs> announcement. You're definitely gonna wanna be here in a few minutes. Yeah. Yes. Okay, are you ready for what is that thing? I, I wanna let you know right now. What? Just publicly, just okay. publicly. When you make segments, they become my favorite segments. Aww. This was not one of my favorites. Really? This is legitimately Aww. one of my new favorites. Aww, that, that is nice so moment. sweet. I mean, a hundred percent. I love you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So today it's kind of like Christmas scavenger hunt. Yes. So, what are some classic items that you would picture in a Christmas scavenger hunt? Okay. And so it's ba it's just <clears throat> Christmas okay. items. Sorry, buddy. Love you. So. And <laughs> <laughs> you. It, That's not what I said. It, not. Buddy used to do the, the graphics. For I this. did like it. I just, here's what I like the pop culture and the references, and I enjoy that. Um, but I love you too. And buddy, on this very wonderful much. note. Yeah, okay. Remember how it was nice a minute ago? Yeah. Let's go back there. Okay, let's go back there. People are already guessing, which I love. Uh, Johnny says, Santar. I have Santar. That's true. Remember oh. when we accidentally broke Santar last we year? We broke Santar? Not my Santar. We broke Buddy's Santar. Oh, oh no. Oh no. We brought it in for What's the Price and we knocked it off. Remember? If you guys oh. don't know, that Santar was an item uh, from What's the Price from a while ago. It's it's a Santa a, and a Santar, and it, it together it's Santar. But anyway, this time for What's That Thing? What is this Christmas item? What is this? This it's, is so much more pixelated yeah, than it, it has ever been. True. I had ever. to. I had to make this so pixelated. Okay. Baby Yoda on a tree. Oh, it does you know, look kind of like Grogu, but... You know, that's what I see on every Christmas scavenger hunt. Would it not be something on the Wright's Christmas tree that Luke was really excited we about? We do actually have Yoda. See? Or no, not Yoda. We have R2-D2. Okay. I, side <laughs> note, like, what is the weirdest... Uh, Christmas ornament that you have because they have a tooth on their tree. That's and it's, they don't even know who it belongs to. <laughs> I think it's that a we long were keeping story. that secret for a while. What? <laughs> it's I, like, like, I don't for sure talked about it last year. We're like, we can't tell the people. That sounds so weird. Because <laughs> without <laughs> context, <laughs> it sounds weird. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. It's okay. fine. Amazon package. I like that one. Johnny, that yeah. sounds great. And here's the thing. Somehow great. Johnny always gets this. So sure, it's an that's Amazon true. package. Yes. That's a big part of Christmas nowadays. Okay. Um, Let's go to our second image. Yes. What is it? What? There is one red dot, which makes me think Rudolph immediately. Go, hold on. <gasps> go back, Sammy. Did you zoom in on the image? Because it no. looks like you just like zoomed no. in on a corner. No. Same thing. Okay, go Same back. Image. Go back. <gasps> What is it? Um, Christmas hedgehog. It's Buddy's gift. Hope City Church says gingerbread house, Ooh. and I am totally on board with you. That seems totally. right. Look at that. Look. Yep, that's Why it. Why is the frosting gingerbread gray? Gingerbread house. I, I think it's white. <laughs> I think the pixelation was, there's shadows. I don't think it did it uh, any flattering um, way. I, mean, I think that's it. I really want it to be a Christmas hedgehog for Buddy <laughs> since I have wounded him and I want to make it up to him. That is a common thing we have in our home. I mean, I feel like this could be a common thing in the Crabtree's house. Of course, of course. Everyone's saying gingerbread, so is Buddy, so is Hannah. Great guesses. Sure. Look, okay, what is it? 
Hope Ooh. City Church, you were right. Wait, you no. got that. Hope City well Church, you you blazed that trail. You got it. And everyone else was like, yeah, it is a gingerbread house. Look Good at job. the exquisite detail in All that icing. Also, if you blur your eyes a little bit, the sprinkles on the cookies just looks like pepper. And it looks like it's a very, very spicy house. Yeah. Very it's spicy, spicy house. Uh, also, um, fun fact about Christmas decorating, Buddy Crabtree is one of the best cookie decorators I've <gasps> ever seen. What? True. We we decorated Christmas cookies at my house, me and George and Serena and Buddy. Buddies were the best by far. What? By far. He was a pro. So everyone can invite Buddy over to decorate Christmas cookies. True okay. is what we're saying. It's not free labor, though. He comes yeah. at a cost. He, yeah. He'll tell you about that stuff. Yeah. Okay, next scavenger hunt Christmas item. What is that? The I'm Grinch. <laughs> it looks like an angry elf with its head down like this. It's Greg's inflatable elf thing that he had <gasps> that he decorated for his tree that one year. Do you guys Maybe. remember that? A couple years ago, he told us that on the broadcast. Um, Christmas um, presents. Um... Christmas uh, Holly says eagle. a Christmas cactus. Ooh. That I, is I love pretty Christmas. Good. I may have made this studies. a little too hard accidentally. <gasps> I because I feel like sometimes I make it too easy. So that's maybe okay. It's too I love hard. a good challenge. That is a balance to walk. Yeah. I um, it is. Serena says an advent calendar, but I read it an avatar calendar. Like the movie. <laughs> Did you know the Avatar, like, it's going to cost them $2 billion to break even? Yeah. $2 billion. Crazy. Everyone anyway. go, like, maybe support them just to help them out. I'm <laughs> really just delaying because I don't yes, know what this Second image, Sammy. Is. What is it? What? I thought it was super easy. So three things in the snow. I have failed you. Maybe it's three. I think it's three sleighs. In a snow. They're very bright green slaves. With um maybe it's cartoon with a bunch of presents on them. Um I am blurring my eyes and the trick is not helping me at all. So it's not the square shape. There's three boxes. And okay. then presents. there's something Christmas that you presents. buy that's inside the box. Tissue paper. Popcorn. What do you what Christmas item do you buy inside of a box? Oh, is it a popcorn tin? I get everything what in a box. What popcorn tin is shaped like a box? You know what, Marky? It doesn't look like anything. <laughs> right I said now. it's a box. It's a box. A jack in the box. Yeah. But it's like it it's like open, like the front's like open, guys. Fireplace. It's really what? not the blurring like, my eyes thing really isn't do working. Do you hear how frustrated she is I with know, me and I'm my really guesses sorry. right now? <laughs> it's a box! Okay. It's partially, the front okay. of the box is open. You can like touch the items inside Nativity the box. Nativity scene, Christmas yeah. cards, yeah. three-dimensional Christmas cards. Candy canes? Uh, sure. Ooh, candy canes is a good guess. Let's show Thanks, it, Sammy. Buddy. Thank you, oh. buddy. It is candy canes. Okay, but here's the thing. Who's buying those candy canes? With yellow on them? You yes. Red and white candy canes is I, what you buy? No, I've always had both. I've always Why? had the, the red and white and then these. No. Yeah, I've wow. had both. Maybe it's just a different cultural I thing. Sh from her, okay. <laughs> yes, okay. the red and white, the red and white are classic. Yes. Okay. But also. Okay. Also, these kinds, too. Holly <laughs> says, I buy the flavored ones. Thank you, Holly. Interesting. <laughs> Buddy's here to try and also tell everyone, we are happy. We are a happy bunch. Happy. That's nice. That's, you got me. You okay. really got me. <laughs> I, would, I literally would have never guessed that, ever. <laughs> okay, last 
item. Last scavenger hunt. Mm. <laughs> I made this so This hard. is so good. <laughs> I love the tornadoes that I experience at Christmas. I think it's I'm carolers. I'm so sorry. It's so hard. <laughs> like, I think it's carolers on your front lawn. <laughs> Christmas go lights. To, go to the second image. You just got to go to the second <laughs> image. Just skip this one. Okay. That not, did not help at all. NASCAR races. I love <laughs> yeah, those. Yeah, we love those in the South. Mm -hmm. So, uh, do you want a hint? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although okay. I did real well with the last hint, so. Um, this is... Uh, it's another box. Mm -hmm. A box inside of a box. Open. It is inside <laughs> your house. Fireplace! Uh, the inside NASCAR tracks. Nativity inside scene! Inside your house. Um, Christmas or Tree. Christmas tree. Uh, one of those car Presents decorations. Um, Honestly, what's... tree skirt. <laughs> tree skirt. <laughs> Bunny put in the comments, Barrett, do you still like Marky's version of the segment better? I will say, I, did not, rude. I did not get yelled at as much when Buddy hosted this. That is rude. <laughs> I had a moment of failure. I made the images too blurry, and you are running me over with a car. I made a mistake. Um, Johnny's guessing garland and Serena's mm. saying stockings. Love that stuff. You know what? Let's say it's stockings. Yeah. I'm going with you, Serena. It's stockings on a chimney. Right now. I can see that. Look, that's yeah. the mantle. I think yeah. it is. I think it's. Um, and it's garland up on the top. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What is, is there another word for stockings? Why do I feel like I don't call it stockings? No. Do you call them Christmas <laughs> socks? <laughs> Definitely not. Maybe they are stockings. I don't know. I don't know. Word. It just sounds so weird to me. I <laughs> my dad's yeah. over there. Yes, we've called them stockings all year long. I don't okay. know why it seems weird spelled out. I guess. What is it, guys? <laughs> it is stockings. Serena, that looks like a totally different image. I it thought sure the mantle does. was gray. <laughs> I thought it was like a wood gray mantle. Those are the cutest wow. stockings. They were really cute. They look like cookies. They it was it was stocking, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yay, we got them. I'm glad that we enjoyed this so much. I it did went, enjoy it. It went so well. It's still on the top for me. Yeah. Okay, good. There wasn't any yelling. Not any. No, yeah, so docile and peaceful. <laughs> We're coming up on our one of our biggest announcements we've ever made. We're going to hand it over to Pastor right now, and we're going to talk about what's your purpose? What were you created for? Stick around, tell someone that we're live, and get ready to hear this huge announcement from Pastor Brian right now. Hey guys, welcome to What's the Word? Albie. What's the Word? It's good to see you all today. I see a bunch of people in the comments. Do us a favor right now, let us know who you are and where you're watching from in the comments. Put that in the comments, that way we can say hello to you and know who's here. Also, 
Do us a favor, share the broadcast, spread this word, because we got a good word for you today. Yes, We're talking about amen. what's your purpose, what's your why. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, this is a question that people have all the time. It's like, why am I here? Like, yeah. what is mm -hmm. the deal? What am I supposed to do? People literally have breakdowns by not knowing this answer. And so yeah. we're going to talk about it today. But yeah. uh, anyway, who is watching? Glad to have you back, sir. We have like yep. a whole church back from vacation now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was True. a bunch of people out gone to visit family uh, this weekend. Uh, but we're so glad everybody's back. Glad to have you back. We missed you last week. Glad to have you here. Thanks. Amen. You didn't go anywhere, but <laughs> glory to God. Amen. So let's see. Who's, wa who's watching from where? Joni. Hi, Joanny. Hi from Baden. <laughs> Sorry to bring that back, Joni. It's been like but, three or four weeks. Yeah, but, but it was worth it. It was worth it. <laughs> Johnny, hello from High Rock. Hannah, hi from Stanfield. Welcome back, Hannah. Holly, hello from the studio. She got the day off sitting over there. Hey, Holly. Good, good to have you here. <laughs> Rebecca, watching from Oakboro. Hello. Nicole, watching from work in Baden. Hello, my wife. Uh, go ahead. Somebody else take over. All right, where did we stop up, Priscilla? Natalie. Natalie. Well, right after Natalie is Priscilla. Priscilla ah. says, Priscilla, Prilla of Troy is back. Hello, welcome, welcome back. back. Um, my mother is here. She says hello from Cumberland, Maryland. Hello. Kevin Bacon watching from Highway 49 Landfill. Skyler says he's watching from the North Pole. Sweet. <laughs> Natalie, hello from Salisbury. Good to see you. <laughs> Joanne didn't like my comment. <laughs> <laughs> That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is unfortunate. <laughs> We're glad you're home too, Joni. We missed you. <laughs> uh, we had uh, we had a great day yesterday. It was a great service, and yeah. the power of God was strong. I could feel it really moving strong. And uh, huh? I just said Amen. Yeah, it was it was great. So anyway, all right. So glory to God. We've got a big announcement followed by another announcement. Okay. Oh. Uh, Y'all made it sound like the announcement is super positive, which it is. <laughs> Yeah. But y'all made it sound like there's not going to be any catch to it, which there is a catch to it. And uh, so uh, one of the things, here, here's the thing. We know we've been praying about Lunch Plus and what's the word, and we know that uh, what's the word uh, is so important to people. That's the word that God gave us from the beginning is that we would have a fresh daily word for people during this time. And then when we got in the middle of it, and got started, we've been going for several months, the Lord said, don't stop. Well, that word remains, and so what's the word uh, will continue, but what we really believe in prayer is that God wants to grow that. Does anybody agree that the Lord wants to grow uh, our, our influence and in getting yeah. that word out there, yeah. and that's what's happening right now, like, and even, I'm, I looked at, I just saw it when we came in, uh, we were when Ethan, or Ethan, when Evan was here, like, uh, just, yeah, two weeks ago, we passed 400 subscribers mm -hmm. that day, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. We're at, like, 437 now. Mm -hmm. Like, so, literally, we're, we're coming up on 450, and we were at 350 just a little bit ago. We've been yeah. believing God for 1,000 subscribers before the end of the year, and I mean, it's it's speeding up. Yeah. Like we just yeah. we just knocked off a hundred subscribers just like that. Uh, so believe with us for this continued increase. Now, in that, we believe the Lord has given us a directive. And some of you might not like this, but you got to understand what the what the end goal is. The end goal is that we reach more people with the gospel. Yeah. We reach more people uh, with the good news of Christ. We give them the ability to hear the word of God. 
And in doing that, what we found is that the section from 11.30 to noon is fun, but it's really not benefiting us a whole lot. And mm. as we prayed it out, the whole team basically felt led that we are supposed to cut out the 11.30 to noon section, which is all the fun segments, and just have what's the word. Well, what you may not know about that is that allows this whole team, most of the planning that goes into this went into that 30 minutes, which really wasn't bringing in new subscribers. The new subscribers are coming for the word. Yeah. And, by, and so we have somewhere between 10 and probably 20 or 25 hours some weeks that are given to that 30-minute segment that we could now take and actually move it towards the word. And we can, we can come up with shorts and bring in new subscribers, bring in new uh, people watching the videos, and put our effort towards that instead of something that wasn't really producing the fruit. Now, that being said, that being said, it has been tremendous, and we're all kind of sad. <laughs> we're all kind of sad to have that section going away and that segment yeah. going away because it's been fun. We're going to have it for the rest of the year up until basically our Christmas episode. Our Christmas episode, and this is the other, this is the other announcement, our Christmas episode is going to be our last hurrah for that. Now, we'll still have Christmas parties each year. We'll still do that. But our daily uh, fun segment, all the segments that you've enjoyed, those will be going away on our Christmas episode. Our Christmas episode, you can put it in the comments, will be Tuesday, December 20th at 1130 a.m., we are going, I about said 11.30, amen. Um, this is, is, amen. It's like what I said yesterday. Yeah. It's like, how do, how do you know you're a preacher? without Tell me you're a preacher without telling me you're February a preacher. February chapter 6. Yeah, February <laughs> chapter 6. Uh, so, and then uh, 11.30, amen. All right, so. Constantly ingesting the Yeah, you just, you, it comes out. So anyway, um, it'll be 11.30 a.m. Tuesday, December 20th. We're deciding if we'll have the rest of the week some uh, segments or not. What's the word the rest of the week? Uh, we don't know that yet. We're praying on that. Uh, we definitely will be off the week after that. So the week after Christmas, there will be no uh, word. We'll come back, we'll come back on uh, January, probably January 2nd, I think it is. I think January 1st is on Sunday, so that would work anyway. But, so that'll be that. But Christmas will be our last hurrah for the fun segments, and we'll just have what's the word. That'll give you something to focus on. That'll give that'll bring in the people uh, for what they're looking for. It won't confuse them. I thought I was going to find out about my purpose, and there's 30 minutes of games in front of this. What is that? Uh, so it takes away some of the confusion. This was actually a recommendation of Evan like two years ago, but we didn't feel like it was time yet. Now we feel like it's time. Uh, the whole team was basically in agreement once we looked at it and we prayed over it. Yeah. And we kind of had that leading right from the get-go, most everybody. And uh, so it's going to be awesome. Make sure to join us on the Christmas broadcast because we're going to have a ton of fun. So are you all looking forward to being able to put your work and your hours into actually building the word time? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Absolutely. this has been fun, but I'm looking forward to the growth that will happen. Yeah. Because yeah. that will allow us actually to do more on social media 
be able to spread and actually talk to more people yeah. uh, than just what we've had, too. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've had great numbers, but uh, we can reach more. We can reach millions, and, yeah. and we're aiming to do that, and you're a part of that with us. So, yeah. amen. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't seen anybody's comments on here, so what did they say? <laughs> um, yeah, well, everyone's just kind of saying, well, Serena said, with God leading it, it's going to be for our increase, and that's what was coming to me yes. as well. Uh, he's, she said, he's always leading us into triumph. That's right. Amen. If the Lord's leading it, it's always increased, mm-hmm. and he is leading it. And, yeah. and that's the thing that I find a lot of times that people will not, they don't see and they don't understand. If, if God's leading something, then even if your flesh doesn't like it, it's going to be increased. That's how we have increased over the years is uh, Pastor Nicole and I were, were willing to put our flesh down regardless of how we felt about it. Well, this is important to my flesh. Uh, This is important to my logic. This is important to my emotions. If God says change it, we change it. It's always been a blessing. It's always been the right thing to do. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Well, it, um, I, I think it's going to be really good. Just with looking at YouTube, like YouTube specifically, it's very important that what people are searching for that they're finding. So yeah. we're just simply making our vision and our goal like just one straight path where it's more direct. Yeah. Like we have fun during the games and everything, but we really want people to be able to find the word. And, yeah. and when, yeah. they up, when they look up uh, the Holy Spirit, when they look up... Um, whatever they're searching for, they need to be able to find the word, find it quickly. Yeah. And that's the whole yeah. purpose of this is just to be able to get the word to people. Yeah. Yeah. People today are very, they're very, um, they're very fast. The attention span is very small. Um, <clears throat> we basically have created that uh, as a society. We've created, I mean, even if you want an example of that, go back and watch some movies from like the 1980s or 1970s. They are so long and so slow. They start with the credits. Yeah, they start with the credits. Who does that? And uh, so anyway, there's so much stuff there that we, we're we used to like just, you know, the the movie and, and things hitting us fast, fast, yeah. fast, fast. So when people go looking for the word, which is the whole reason that we're here, that's the word that it started on. Yeah. You know, it, it, I believe the Lord did tell us to have fun and have the fun segment. But the original word was get the word to people, get the daily word. So we're going back to that original word. We feel like the Lord had us do it for a while, and now that time has come to a close. And so we're looking forward to it. So amen. All right. Hannah says, intro credits bother my flesh so much. (laughs) (laughs) Skylar said, I came for the fun but stayed for the word. Amen. That's awesome. awesome. Well, and I want you to see something, too. Like yesterday... Um, Luke wanted to go play a video game and he wanted to play another game. He wanted to go into another room and watch some videos. I said, no, sit in here with us. Right. And he was like fidgeting for four hours. Like uh, we were even watching a pretty, you know, entertaining movie. You know, we watched like one of the mission impossibles and he was like sitting there like, Oh, 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 you know, he's like, and I'm sitting there like almost I'm laughing, but he's almost like in torture. And I remember that as a kid. It's like, I'm so bored, you know. Well, especially now and today, you know, our whole society's like that. Listen to this. And, and I was sitting there, and I was, I was kind of seeking the Lord on, like, what do I do with this, you know? He, he says, he needs to learn how to quiet his flesh. 
He needs to learn how to be still and know that I am God. And you need to learn how to do that. So you have to learn how to put those pieces in place and stop being so busy. Like, don't just be busy. Don't just, because you're sitting there and you got a few moments, don't pick up your phone and start scrolling. Like, don't fill all the time with spiritual junk food, right? This is a major problem, and the devil knows it. He's gotten us to that place. So then when the Lord says, hey, come and sit with me, how many people today are actually going to do that and not let their mind wander into other things, right? How many people are going to be good at that? We need to understand that, and we need to be able to put the flesh down. It's important for us to be able to sit still and know God, yeah. and that's very important. So, amen. Yeah, amen. So, we're glad you're here today. We're getting ready to jump into the topic. That's it. Put it in the comments one more time. Uh, lunch plus Christmas party, <laughs> Tuesday, December 20th at 1130. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> At 1130, amen. Amen. <laughs> so, all right, let's 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 jump into it today. And uh, if they can have this camera uh, come to me, that'd be awesome. And uh, so we want to we welcome you today. Did you know that God has a great plan for your life and a huge destiny for you to fulfill? Many people ask the question all the time, why am I here? What's my purpose? What is my why? Like, what is this? And this is what we found. God has such a great plan. It's exciting. It's fun. There's drama involved. There's so many things that God wants you to do and to live out and be a part of something great. But many people, I found this, is that many people in the church actually never even find that. They never find that place. So you can go back to the other camera, but they never find that place. And the reason why they don't find that place is they're looking in all the wrong places to fulfill and answer that question. Yeah. Uh, actually, Jeremiah 29, 11, if you can pull that up, uh, looking at Jeremiah 29, 11, I guess Marky's pulling it up. <laughs> I, left, I left my Bible in my bag. So anyway, it says that I know the plans that I have for you. Yeah. Right? He says, and, and I want you to see this. God has great plans for you. Will you read that? Mm-hmm. Jeremiah 29, yeah. 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Amen. So he has a future and a hope, a great destiny. Yeah. These are great plans. Yeah. And I love this. And he has no plans for your calamity. Put that in the comments. God has no plans for my calamity. There's no tragedy in God's plans. None whatsoever. That's not him. That's not his plans. People think that, but it's not. And so a lot of times people are trying to fulfill their purpose and their destiny. But think about this. If you go in, let's say that you buy a, I don't know, a toaster oven or something like that, and you want to know the destiny and the purpose for that toaster oven, you've got to go back to the original creator. Why was this created? Why was this made? It was made to answer this problem. uh, It was made to toast bread. It was made to, you know, uh, be a small oven, you know, for instead of cranking up the big one. And you can go back to the creator and find out what the purpose was. Well, that's what we can do with God. Many people there, they, if... They don't want to believe that God created them. They want to believe in evolution. They want to believe in all these different things, anything so that I don't have to go after God. 
But one of the things that the devil has done so well, right, if, if he can do something well, he did this, this evil well, right? And that is he's convinced people that God's way is not fun, it's not exciting, yeah. it doesn't make them powerful. Like it, he convinces them uh, that God is uh, very, very strict in mm-hmm. that way, uh, that there's no life in it. And all of that is lies. It's yeah. all not true. What you find is it's kind of like a very good, loving parent, right? A loving parent constantly is trying, if, if a parent is doing their job properly, then that parent is actually showing the child how to avoid traps and calamity, yeah. right? And how they can have the best and get to the highest places yeah. without having any setbacks. Yeah. And that's God. That's what God is doing. Hey, here's how it will be best, and here's how you can do it without having any sorrow in your life, right? Yeah. And if we will actually follow his lead, uh, the verse 2 Corinthians 2.14, but God is always leading us to triumph. Always. He's always. Put that in the comments, please. God is always leading us to triumph. Yeah. Always. He's always leading us to triumph. And when we get that and we start trusting in his love, Man, we see those things fulfilled all the time. So my question to you guys uh, and and to you guys as well is, when you've actually followed the Lord, has there been any sorrow attached to it in the end? Now, your flesh doesn't like it, right? Your your corrupted flesh wants to sin. It wants to do, it wants to please itself. So what the Lord's going to ask you is not to do corruption because corruption carries with it a wage. It carries with it a payment you need to make. And the wages of sin is death. So God's going to say, I don't want you to sin, but I'm going to show you how to have fun. It's a most interesting thing. There's so many things that the Lord has asked me to do or to give up this thing that the flesh wanted to do. And I I give it up and I'm like, oh, and my flesh is going, oh, I really don't want to do this. I really don't want to do this. Uh, But then I do it anyway. And all of a sudden, fun and a blessing yeah. springs up. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is the best. Yeah. Like, this is awesome, you know. And, and it beat what I was doing, yeah. but, you know, all the pieces. And I didn't have the guilt. And I didn't have the shame. And yeah. I didn't have the condemnation. And I had fun. And I, my life was blessed. It wasn't up and down all yeah. the time. It just kept going up. Yeah. And that's who God is. And when we go back to the Creator... And we find out why did he make us? And what is our purpose? And what is our why? According to him, all yeah. of a sudden you start to answer these questions, and it is the most fulfilling, the most beautiful things that we can ever yeah. see and accomplish. Yeah. So yeah. before we go any further, you go. Well, it just reminds me of what Jesus said when he said, um, for those who lose their life, or for those who hold on and cling yes. on to their life, yes. will lose it. But those who lose their life for my sake, they'll find it. Correct. And a lot of times people interpret that as, oh, well, if you take the fun out of life for my sake, then, you know, you'll find, you'll you'll get to heaven or so. I don't don't know why people would interpret it that way, but is it, but what he's actually saying is this, he's saying, if you give up what you think brings life and what you think brings joy, what you think brings hope, what you think brings satisfaction and fulfillment if you actually are willing to give those things up for yes. my sake, yeah. you'll actually learn what truly brings you yeah. joy yes. and happiness and yes. fulfillment and fun. 
and yeah. life, you know, like, because a lot of the things that I used to think brought me joy and fulfillment, yeah. they were actually the, the very things that were stealing from me. They were actually the things that were bringing me more regrets and more shame and guilt and condemnation, yes. you know, and, and yeah. I was losing my life because I was holding on to those things. Yeah. Yes, that's but, right. But as I would give those things up, the things that I thought, see, that I think that's the big thing, is I don't know what is fun <laughs> for me right, more than right. he knows what, what brings me fun or what Correct. brings me joy, you know? We don't know what he knows. Yeah. like We don't have the fullness of that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, picture the reality that God has seen every decision that we will make. He yes. sees the decisions that will bring us life and joy. He sees the yes. de- decisions that will bring us pain and hardship and heartache. Yes. And so with all of that, he said, hey, well, let me make it easy for you. I'll give you my word, I'll give you my spirit, so that you can discern and know what will bring you life and what will bring you, you know, death. Yes. You know, and, and he gave us his word. He, he literally wrote it down for us, but he also writes his word in our heart. He also, when we give ourselves to him, will lead us and guide us and say, hey, don't do that. Hey, hey, do that, you know. And, and yeah. any time, like you, you've asked, any time I've done that, it's brought me life. But that's yes. literally what Jesus is saying. If you, if you choose to not hold on to those things that you think bring you joy, Correct. And give those up for his sake and for the kingdom's sake. That's when you'll find what true life looks like. That's when you'll find yes. what brings you real joy and real hope and real life. That's that's what that verse means. It's not yes. like there's the sacrifice of the flesh, but that's but that's what actually produces true hope and true joy. That's is right. Is whenever I am willing to lose those things, that's when I find true life. Yeah. Yeah. What um, What's interesting to me is as I've grown, as I've been like under your ministry and heard from you, one thing I didn't know was I I always viewed it as like, okay, the flesh uh, just wants to uh, sin, just wants to do what's fun. And, you know, there's that temptation of God only wants me to have a life of seriousness, not of fun. But the flesh just wants, you know, the positive things. As I've grown, though, I've come to realize that actually you, when you really give yourself to the Lord, you reach a place where you have to actually let the Lord bless, start blessing you because yeah. the flesh actually has another response. The flesh has a response of legalism, of making payments and stuff like yeah. that. And I never knew that that was really the flesh until you started pointing that out. Yeah. Of yeah. like actually, like, because it sounds, it sounds so great. It sounds so humble of like, oh, well, I'm just a weak worm of the dust. Yeah. Like, it sounds so <laughs> wonderful, but right. as I've, grown in the Lord, I've actually seen the Lord has stretched me not to like, okay, I'm going to make all these sacrifices, but actually the Lord has stretched me of, let me bless you. Let me give you my righteousness. Let me give you my joy. Like Pastor Nicole will, you know, it's always coming out of her so much is the love of God. Like why is, why is she always talking about how people need to receive the love of God? It's because the flesh doesn't just want to go have its fun old time. The flesh wants to reject the love of God, reject the good things of God. And a lot of it is just allowing the Lord to, to give to us, to bless us. Yeah. Well, the flesh is corrupted and our world is corrupted. It's been corrupted for thousands of years now. And, we are we're literally living in the product of a corrupted world but we don't have to live by it right we're living in it but we don't have to live by it because we actually operate in a different kingdom and when we understand that so christians have the ability to live by a set of laws that's higher than that 
But many times the laws that rule that kingdom are completely opposite and flipped upside down from what a corrupted world has in place. Uh, you know, like a statement like this, it keeps coming to me, it's better to give than receive. Like a corrupted world can't see that. It doesn't understand that. But yet you talk to a Christian that actually gets into real godly giving, they understand that. They get that. And they're like, no, it is. Like I like receiving. I, I enjoy receiving, right? But man, I'm t- and it, one of the things that I'll say often is it doesn't say that it's not blessed to receive because some yeah. people will take that and from a corrupted flesh standpoint, add that twist to it like it's not blessed to receive. No, that's not true. That's not what God said. He just said it's more blessed to give. And, and the beautiful thing is like I enjoy to I enjoy receiving. But when I get to give and you get to just be a part of giving that gift to somebody, oh, it's such a blessing. Yeah. It's such a great thing. I love it. And this is that, but that is contrary to the logic of a corrupted world. So once we understand that God loves us, and this is a verse that I just really love, Psalms 84, 11, uh, where it says, God is not withholding yeah. any good thing yeah. to those who walk uprightly. Yeah. In other words, if we'll just take Jesus by the hand, he'll lead us into our purpose. Yeah. He'll lead us into the why. He'll lead us into the place yeah. where God, there's nothing good that's withheld. Yeah. You know, there's nothing good that's yeah. withheld in that place if we'll yeah. just take him by the hand yeah. and let him lead us. It's just funny to me because there's this corrupted mindset of like, well, if I live my own life and do my own thing, that'll be what's best for me. Yeah. But actually, when you live life with God, he's going to stretch you. Yeah. He's going to bless you so much. It's actually going to stretch you. Yeah, like it's yeah. Actually your going, flesh. Yeah. Your, your flesh. He's, he's going to want you to receive so much. Yeah much yes. that you literally yeah. have to put your flesh down to receive that much That goodness. is true. There's so much goodness he wants to pour out that your corrupted flesh will, will have a hard time receiving it without, the, you'll have to deal with it. You know, yeah. if you don't deal with your flesh, your flesh will be fighting that because it's too, almost too much, you know. Yeah. And some people are like, no, I don't, I don't think it'd be that way. No, it's actually true. It's a, he wants to bless you so much. And, and then think about this. It only makes logical sense. Because if God actually does know everything, and he knows all of your makeup, I mean, he knew what you would love before you ever even knew anything, right? He knew what you would love. He knew what would make you joyful. He, he, he knew what would make you happy. He knew all of that stuff. He can actually lead you to do something that you would have no idea would please you yeah. and would bring joy to you. You, he, you would have no idea about, but he knows. Which that, see, that makes sense. And that's what he wants to get it get us to. He wants to get us to that place and lead us to that place. And I can think of multiple things where he, he told me to do things, and I had no idea that it would bring me so much joy. You know, um, I, I remember one thing was when he told me, basically led me, uh, you know, to get a car that was a different color. And, and that color is not the color I wanted. But yet I enjoyed that car. And it brought me so much joy, so much so that several years later, I'm going, God, thank you for having me get this color car. Yeah. It was the same car, but just different color. I was like, thank you for having me get this color car. You know, and I'm like, this was you. This was your mercy. This was your blessing. And I had no idea. 
I had no idea that I'd enjoy that. You know? And there have been multiple things like that that I didn't know, but God did. And you start to find I had a destiny God was fully aware of, yeah. but I had no idea about, right? Yeah. And that's going to happen time and time and time and time again yeah. and when we give ourselves to the Lord. Read that verse again, the, uh, Jeremiah 29, 11. Read that again and look at what he says about it. I mean, it's just, it's beautiful at what he has planned. Go ahead. Yeah. Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for calamity to give you a future and a hope. A future and a hope. Yeah. And that word hope there means joy, to give you joy to give you confidence and give you expectation. Yeah. You know, I have plans for your welfare, for you to fare well. In other words, in this is a this is a broad blanket statement that you will fare well in whatever you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Whatever you're doing, this is this is my plans for you, for you to fare well, right? Yeah. But in order think about this now, in order to find out our destiny and to find out our purpose, right? In order to find out our destiny and to find out our purpose, we have to start at the reason for creation. We have to start with the why. Like, yeah. what is our why? Yeah. What is, what is, and see, if, think about this. If I'm not willing to get down to what really matters, then I'm never going to find my purpose and destiny, right? Uh, it's kind of like if my purpose and destiny was in a building, but I never walk through the front door, then I'm going to have a hard time finding that purpose and destiny. I've got to come back to what is my why? Yeah. What, is, what is that thing that is really driving me? What's that thing that can beat every other thing? So, Because a why is very important. And in finding our why, we need to go to the Word and find out what is our why? What is it? Why is it that we're doing this, right? What is it that what is it that's driving us to a destiny? Yeah. Like in order to reach a destiny, you have to know what's the driving force behind that mm -hmm. destiny, right? Uh, what's the driving force? What's our why? Because a lot of people get to success, like monetary success. They have hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars, but they still don't know their why, and they're still a failure. Like the world would not see them as a failure, but you ask them, they're not happy, they're not pleased. Many people, at the, even at that, they commit suicide because they thought the perfect spouse would satisfy them. They thought that the, the money would satisfy them. They thought that the vacation homes and the trips would satisfy them. But yet they still have an empty shell because they've not actually uh, f filled in the blank of what is my why? Why am I here, right? Why am I here? What am I doing? And so because of that, they never reach their potential and their purpose. Watch this. When they don't get on the right track of their why, they never find the gifts that God gave to them to fulfill it, right? And that ends up being their destiny. And so when we're looking at our why, we've got to, we've got to go back to what is it that God created us to do? What is our why? So one time we were in a meeting with our leadership team. And, and, and this was all the Lord. This is not something that I had planned out. We are sitting in the middle of the meeting, and the Holy Spirit brought up this question. And, and it was this, what is our why? And, and I asked the question, 
as the leader not knowing the answer. Like, I didn't know how I was going to answer. I just knew the Lord said, ask the question. I was like, okay, this will be a good conversation. At, at the very least, it'll be good conversation. Yeah. And so then I sat there and uh, I said, what's our why? And man, we had some great answers. We had, we had some really good answers. And um, one, of the thing, one of the best answers was one that Deb had. And uh, she said, my why is... I've been through some hard times, and she was leading a children's ministry, and she said, I've been through some hard times, and I don't want these kids to go through those hard times like I did. And I want them to do great things for God. Now, doesn't that sound awesome? Like, that sounds awesome. And as soon as she said it, inside of me, in my spirit, the Holy Spirit said, no. I was like, no, (laughs) no. I was like, that's a great answer. <laughs> I was like, why? but he said, I could, I could feel it so strong. No, that's not the answer. And I went, okay, but I don't know the answer yet. I'm like, well, what's the answer then? Like, if, if, okay, no, but then what's the yes, you know? And, and I just started following the lead of the Spirit, kind of like praying in the Spirit where you're saying one syllable at a time. I started saying one word at a time. This is what came out by the Holy Ghost. I said, Here, those are great answers, but what happens to those answers on the Sunday morning when you uh, have an argument with your spouse and you're, and you're mad and you, that why gets forgotten because all you're thinking about is something that's more important to you, your priority system. So see, our why has to be something of such importance and such significance that no matter where we are or where we find ourselves, our why cannot be supplanted. It can't be exchanged for something else. You see, and a lot of times that's what happens is, I mean, I've, I've had it happen as a pastor where my why wasn't really settled that morning and something happens. I get a phone call or you know somebody doing something not smart on the Sunday morning right before service, and my whole brain is just thinking about that situation. And and what's what's happened is, and now I'm not now I'm mad, and all I want to do is preach about how not to do this, you know. And then then you get angry pastor coming out, you know. And it's like that's not helping anybody. Yeah. My why is not strong enough, you know. Yeah. Well, I want to preach good uh, for the people and help the people. That sounds good, but that's not really a reason, you know. And and as soon as something you know bigger comes up then it gets, it gets exchanged, and now you're messing up, right? And, and so I asked that question, and the Lord said, the only, the only answer to this is that we love Jesus. Our why is because I love Christ. And literally, the word says this exactly. If you'll go to uh, 2 Corinthians uh, chapter 5 and verse 14. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 14, you can put that in, in, the, uh, in the comments. But one, go ahead and read that. 2 Corinthians 5.14. For the love of Christ controls us, having concluded this, that one died for all, therefore all died. So in other words, what you see here is here's the why, is that the love of Christ controls us. Yeah. Like, in other words, think about that. When he says in this scripture, the love of Christ controls us, that means in every moment, every second of every day, there's one thing that's our why, there's one thing that motivates us, there's one thing that drives us always and forever, it's our love of Christ. 
our complete unconditional giving to, to Christ, regardless of what we see, regardless of what we feel. And this is now think about this. If it wasn't possible for us to live this way, that wouldn't be in there, right? Yeah. All, that would not that scripture wouldn't be in there. God would be unjust, and He's not unjust. And he says he's given us everything pertaining to life and godliness to fulfill that. So when he said by the Holy Spirit in that scripture that the love of Christ controls us, it means that we can always have the love of Christ control us or else that wouldn't be in there, which means that my why can be for the love of Christ in every, in every scenario, in everything that comes up, all the hard stuff, all the easy stuff, the big stuff, the small stuff. But think about this, many times, and this may be what we talk about tomorrow, is can a moral decision still be ungodly, right? Can a moral decision still be ungodly, right? Uh, because you think about this, when the love of Christ controls us, you can have something that's not really wrong to do, but God's not in it, right? Yeah. God's not in that. He's actually wanting you to do something. For example, uh, he may have somebody that that they go and they become a preacher, but God wants them to be a business person. Or they become a business person, God wants them to be a preacher. That's not really an immoral thing, but is the love of Christ actually driving them? Because God says, Christ, Jesus said this, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. So God wanted you to do one thing, you did something else. You're not keeping the commandments. Of course, that turns it immoral even though it's not immoral in its base, it's immoral because that's not what God was leading you to do. And what are we supposed to have control us? The love of Christ. Yeah. The love of Christ is supposed to control us. So our why has to be, that's the one thing that can, can be and that the Bible has laid out is stronger than any other thing that you'll find. In other words, that's the thing that's stronger than when you're facing a tough situation. The love of Christ can empower you through that. When, you're, when you get in an argument with your spouse or your children, the love of Christ can compel you through that. When your neighbor has stolen from you, the love of Christ can compel you through that and strengthen you through that, but nothing else can. You can want to and have intentions to uh, do that on your own, but without the love of Christ backing you as a why, why am I doing this? It won't. So it, it won't. How many of us have? How many of us have actually tried? How many of us have actually tried to do what's right and missed it? Yeah. Me, me. You know, a thousand times, a thousand. You know, but yet when my why became, Lord, I'm doing this because I love you. That empowered me to live a why stronger than I could on my own. There was something in that that gave me strength, right? And the love of Christ compelled me beyond what I was feeling. The love of Christ compelled me beyond what my flesh wanted to do. The love of Christ being my why allowed me to go further then I could have gone on my own. And so when I tap into my why is because I love Jesus. Yeah. But, but now think about this. You can't get to loving Jesus until you've received him. First yeah. Yeah. John chapter 4 says those that do not uh, love, love God, those that do not love in general, they don't love in general, yeah. do not know God. Yeah. Which means 
you can't start loving until you've received Christ. So in order to know, think about this, in order to know your destiny, you have to know your why. And in order to know your why, you have to know God. You have to know him. You have to be in fellowship with him, which means you have to receive Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you were probably getting to this, but 1 John 4, 19 also says, we love because Because he he first first loved loved us. So I can't can't effectively love if I haven't received his love. Yes. I can't effectively yeah. love him and let that be my driving force and my driving motivation if I yes. haven't first received that from him yes. as well. Yeah. So this starts to answer the question of what is my purpose because in order to know your, and put this in the comments, in order to know your purpose, I have to know my why. Mm-hmm. And in order to know my why, I have to know God. Yeah. Right? I have to be in fellowship with God. So now you start to see and and from the Bible, getting to your real destiny and your real purpose, you are always going to have an empty hole yeah. unless the, it starts at the foundation of knowing God through yeah. Christ. Yeah. So you can't even get there. You can't get to your purpose without knowing Jesus. Why? Because it was it was written into the code of your creation, yeah. and He's the one that's the fuel for your destiny. Put yeah. that in the comments. Jesus is the fuel of my destiny. Yeah. Well, and that's exactly why there's really no purpose apart from him. We can't find our purpose apart from him. You know, like you have a bunch of people that are going through life trying to find a sense of purpose. Trying to find, oh, well, my purpose is just to be happy. And they go after happiness, but it's always like just beyond their reach, right. you know, or, right. or they're seeking for happiness in a relationship, like you said before, or a Correct. thing, and no, they're never finding true fulfillment and true purpose because they're trying to find it apart from him. Yes. And, and, and like the, the best example that the Lord showed me for this is like, if I'm, if I want to find out how my phone works or how a car works, you know, yes. I can Google it, but the best place to go to is the manual, right? Operator's what, manual. Yeah. What's yeah. the purpose of the operator's manual? What's the purpose of that? It was, it, it was written by yeah. those yes. who designed the vehicle for the purpose yes. for it to yeah. be fulfilled. Yeah. And so the reason why that they give us that manual is because they know more than anybody else what yes. that car is designed to do yes. and how it's designed to function, yeah. you know, how it's designed to be upkept or, you know, anything like that. So why would I think that I could find out my purpose in my true function in, in this society and in yes. this life apart from my creator, the one yes. who created me for a purpose? That's in that per, in that purpose, there's life, right? Yes. Uh, yeah. Doesn't the Bible say, you know, in Romans 12 too, you know, it talks about don't conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you can know what yes. God's will is, which yes. is good and noble and Correct. And perfect, right? Yeah. And, and yeah. it's pleasing and perfect, right? It's good for me, you know? Yeah. But how can I, I can't know that unless I first not conform to the patterns of this world or the old thinking or essentially my flesh, right, that wants to Correct. want a certain thing. But whenever I renew my mind to recognize, no, God actually knows what's best for me. My creator has created me for a purpose and I cannot fully discover that purpose apart from my creator you know, uh, right. I, I need that. I need yes. that fellowship with him. He's designed me for a purpose, and I will never be able to find true fulfillment yeah. apart from him. Have, have you ever read, like, an owner's manual, and all of a sudden you find, like, a new uh, bell or whistle that that mm-hmm. yeah. piece of machinery or technology yeah. can do? It's like, yeah. it can do that? 
or you watch, you know, maybe you're watching like a YouTube video, you know, and it shows you that if you'll do this on your phone, you can you can do this, yeah. you know. Yeah. And so all of that in the owner's manual, you can see yeah. what are the pieces of your destiny, what's the pieces of your creation that you're designed to do. Like one of the great ones, uh, you know, just two right off that stick out to me is like in Ephesians chapter one, where it says every believer has an inheritance. Yeah. And then at the at the end of the chapter it says every believer has an inheritance. And then it says this, every believer has an inheritance on this level. Your inheritance is the same release of power on the inside of every believer as the power that was released when Jesus was raised from the dead. So every believer, I'm reading the owner's manual now, and every believer has an inheritance already on the inside of them of resurrection level power? Well, I'm not talking about pastors only. I'm talking about every believer. And you start getting into the reality of that, and you realize, oh my goodness, God has released something to me. And you can't get a revelation of that, and your destiny stayed the same. Like, it, there's no way your thinking about your destiny can't go up. Your purpose yeah. can't go up yeah. in that moment, right? Yeah. There's no way that you can do it. Another one is in uh, 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 3. It says that he's already made us partake, verse 4, he's already made us partakers of his divine nature. So he made us partners with his divinity. Yeah. With his divinity. Yeah. Not his humanity, yeah. his divinity. Yeah. Like and now when you see that feature in the you know in the creation that you're created to be as a believer, my destiny can't stay at the same. I've, I've, I'm seeing things higher. I'm seeing things differently. You're designed with resurrection powers and inheritance and in a divinity like God. Yeah. You know, made you a partaker of divinity. Now, you couldn't do it apart from him. You're not God on your own. But with him, this is where your destiny lies. So you start to see some of these things, and now you can start to understand your purpose. Yeah. Now you can start to understand your destiny because you've understood the why and you've read the owner's manual, what's actually in there. And now you can start to see how, okay, this is not boring. <laughs> this is not boring at all. This is this is very exciting all the time. And you know, it's like yesterday when I'm, I, we had a guest come in, and I go back and I pray for him. And when I pray for him, I, I put my hand on his chest right here. And the reason I put my hand on his chest is because in that divine nature that God has shared with me and the resurrection power of the gifts of the Holy Spirit operating, I had a word of knowledge. He's having health problems, and it's something to do with his heart. I didn't tell him that directly in that moment, but I sensed it. So when I prayed, I put my hand right there on his heart. Right there on his heart, prayed over it. When they were going out, I said, I said, uh, so was it an issue with your heart? He said, yeah. He said, that's exactly what it was. I, he, he said, just this week I had something done. And, and I said, that's why I put my hand there. Lord showed that to me. And what that is, that's a gift of the Holy Spirit, supernatural knowledge 
that I had no way of knowing. Yeah. You know, that was fun. <laughs> that was exciting. That's a part of our destiny. It's not just for me to operate in. He he opens up the gifts to every believer. Yeah. And he says, covet the best gifts. This is one thing he tells us you can you can covet. You know, you yeah. can say, I want that, you yeah. know, and, and I want more. I was I was thinking about that yesterday. Lord, I want more of an operation of the gifts in my life. I want them to operate at a different level. Like, I like where I'm operating now, but I know there's more in you. Mm -hmm. And so I'm ready to move into the next portion of my destiny. Let those gifts operate at a higher level. So I'm asking him for them. Well, he's not withholding any good thing to those who walk uprightly. So I'm going to walk uprightly. He's going to open it up even more. You'll start seeing, this church will start seeing those gifts in operation at a higher level because I'm asking for it. And because I'm, I know what my destiny is. I know what my purpose, I know what my why is. Yeah. Am I doing, now here's the thing, in my why, is my why that I want to be more popular? No, I couldn't give a rip about that. Actually, I would like it if I could just sit in my house and nobody knew me. Like that would, that would kind of make me happy. Like uh, I would be miserable because I'm not made for that. But according to my flesh, that yeah. would make me happy. And, and so it's not a popularity thing. It's a people need the power of God in their life, and God needs a people that recognizes they're the ones with the destiny to fulfill that, right? They're the ones that God has called, and somebody needs to raise up and say, Lord, send me. Here am I, send me. And, but in order to do that, you got to know who you are. you got to know what your why is. In other words, my why can't be I want to be more successful in the eyes of man. I want to be more successful in the eyes of God, which means he must increase and I must decrease. Yeah. In other words, let the power of God be seen and give him all the glory, not take any of it for myself. Yeah. And this is where we start to understand our purpose and our destiny, and the why is what keeps that on track. Because think about this. If all of a sudden God started releasing all the power to us, but our why wasn't that the love of Christ controls us, man, how easy would it be for us to take that glory for ourselves, which is then going to corrupt and hurt people, right? So that's why the why has to be there first. Before you start getting into your destiny and and the fulfilling of all of your giftings, you've got to know your why. You've got to know that the love of Christ controls us. So this is kind of like a check that God's put in place so that we don't get lost along the way and we don't hurt other people along the way. We've got to know that why. But then we get into our destiny. I want to talk about that really quickly, just about what our purpose and our destiny is, Just just in general. Now, here's the thing. Everybody has a specific destiny, and there's none that are the exact same. It's like a fingerprint. God has a certain destiny for you, a certain destiny for you, a certain purpose for you, a certain purpose for you. He's got a certain purpose for me. All of them are different. They all look different. They all will function and flow different. But overall, there's some general purposes for all of mankind, and we can see some of those in the Word. But in order, I'll just say this about your personal destiny Where do you find your personal calling and your personal purpose and destiny? You will find that as you spend time in the why. As you spend time letting the love of Christ control you and abiding in him, in him we live and move and have our being, right? In him we live, we have life to the full. That's a fulfilled purpose and destiny. 
in him we move. We know where we're going. We know what that destiny is. We know what that calling is. And we have our being. In him, that purpose comes into being. So that's an intimate fellowship with God that was that is spurred through our love for Christ, yeah. right? Our, when the love of Christ controls us and we spend time with the Lord, in him we find our purpose and our destiny, right? But I want to show you some, some things that everybody's called to because this will help you understand what, what's the track that you are to run on. And so let me share with you just some of these verses. Uh, some of the first things that you'll see is this, is, and I want you to hear this, Luke chapter 19 and verse 13. Jesus says, he's, he's in a parable, but this is something that he says because he's talking about the kingdom of God and the kingdom of God is like this. And he says this, he called his 10 servants and delivered them 10 pounds. And he said unto them, occupy till I come. Now this statement is huge and it's very strong. Occupy till I come. Uh, in the New American, let me read it to you this. We are the 10 servants. The 10 pounds are the giftings and talents that God's given you. You may be gifted at this. I may be gifted at this. You may be gifted at this. Everybody has the certain talents, the giftings that God has given them. So he says, hey, all of you who have a purpose in me and that you love me and you're controlled by your love for me, come to me. I got something to tell you. Yeah. And then he says, he calls, he calls his uh, believers together. He calls the people together that are made in his image and likeness and says, now, here's your gifts. Here's what I'm giving you. Occupy till I come. Now, listen to this in the New American. He says, do business with this until I come back. In other words, until Jesus returns, occupy till I return. And what that means is do the business of the kingdom. Right? Handle kingdom business. So if you want to know a purpose and a destiny that is a part of every person's life, if they'll have it as a believer, is do kingdom business. In other words, advance the kingdom uh, at all costs. Advance the kingdom of God. Now, advancing the kingdom of God can be winning souls. It can be making disciples. Advancing the kingdom of God can be forgiving somebody, right? Uh, it, It can be advancing the kingdom of God could be giving to somebody when it means taking away from you. In other words, I'm sowing this into you. You're, you know, uh, if, somebody, if you're forgiving somebody, basically they're taking your comfort and you're forgiving them, you're giving it to them at no cost and not holding it against them, right? But then you have to know that if that happens, God says, I'll repay it to you. You know, I'll make sure you get this back. So you're not without, I'll just bring it back to you in another way. If somebody steals from you, I'll bring it back in another way. So what is there to be worried or concerned over? Nothing, right? But this is advancing the kingdom of God. Do kingdom business until I come. Advance the kingdom of God. For many of us, that means plant ourselves in a church and do what it takes to advance that local church body, help grow and encourage believers, and move forward in Christ. And let the love of Christ be your why and drive you in that purpose. And if the love of Christ compels you, if the love of Christ controls you, then what you'll see is you'll make the right decisions in that moment and not flesh decisions, right? All right, now, so he says, do kingdom business till I come or occupy till I come. He literally is saying, have dominion. 
right? Now, this is something that a church should say. Think about this, because this hasn't really been happening the proper way. He's literally saying a church, a local church, have dominion over the whole area that you're planted in and set the rule and the law, set up the kingdom of God, and don't you let the devil come in there, right? In other words, don't let the devil come in the political office. Don't let the devil come into the homes. Don't let the devil come in and, and steal from people in these ways. Take dominion. Well, this, and some people say, well, where do you get that from out of that statement? Well, number one, he said occupy, right? Occupy, this, this was not a time period where people didn't understand what occupy meant. Occupy meant that somebody, another kingdom, would come into another kingdom and they would set up shop and they would keep out any enemies in that place. When he said, occupy till I come, he's saying, do the business of the kingdom of light. Dispel the darkness. If you want to see a picture of that, you can go into John 1, where it says the light came in and the darkness could not comprehend it. It also means this, the darkness could not overcome it. See, darkness and the kingdom of, of the devil should not be able to overcome a kingdom of light, and that's you as a believer. You are walking and translated. You are a part of the kingdom of light. Devil shouldn't have his hands full and not be able to overcome us if we're doing business properly, if we're occupying till we come. Not to mention, if you go back to Genesis 1, when God made man, he gave them a mission. He gave them a purpose, and he yeah. gave them a destiny. So let's look at that real quick. In Genesis chapter 1, then God said, verse 26, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them rule, uh, the King James says, have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the sky, over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. He created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. Verse 28, watch this. God blessed them. Yeah. Now see, under, put this in the comments. The blessing of God is a part of my creation and destiny. Yeah. The blessing of God is a part of my creation and destiny, yeah. a part of my purpose. Yeah. A lot of people are not willing to accept the blessing of God. You have preachers preaching against the blessing of God, the prosperity of the blessing, the healing in the blessing. The blessing is there to finish your purpose. Can you see why the devil would try to keep it out? Yeah. Right. The devil doesn't want you to know that you're blessed. He doesn't want you to know what your inheritance is because if he can do that, he can steal your destiny from you. Yeah. And God's trying to get you into your destiny. The devil's coming to steal, kill, and destroy your destiny and your life. And so he wants you. He doesn't want you to know about the blessing. He doesn't want. But this is right from the get-go. We see the heart of God before sin ever came into the world, before corruption came in, God said, I call you blessed. Now, think about this. They're in the garden. Is the garden blessed? Yeah. Are the people blessed? Yeah. Is the blessing of God in action? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. The blessing of God is rampant in the garden. There's no curse in that garden. And then he says this, God blessed them, and he said to them, now these are connected. The blessing, and then what he said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it or have dominion yeah. and rule over the fish and the sea, birds of the sky, every living thing 
that moves on the earth. We'll just stop right there. So he literally says, take the blessing that I've given you and now take what's already here and multiply this across the whole earth. And that's the purpose of man, to take the kingdom of God, which is the blessing, and multiply it across the whole earth. Every believer has this purpose. Every believer has this destiny to take the blessing of God and multiply it everywhere across the earth. That's your destiny. That's your purpose. Now, that's a general destiny, and that's a general purpose. It's for every person, but you are involved in it. And then God will give you certain pieces inside of that that is your specific destiny and purpose. I want us to look at one other thing here, uh, definitely, is uh, look at Psalms, two verses, Psalms 115 and verse 16. Psalms 115, put that in the comments, Psalms 115 and verse 16. The other verse that we put in the comments was Genesis 1, 26 through 28. Genesis chapter 1, 26 through 28. Psalms 115 verse 16 says this. The heavens are the heavens of the Lord, but the earth, <laughs> what about the earth? Given it to the sons He's of men. given it to the sons of men, yeah. to the children of men, yeah. Yeah. right? In other words, God says, I got the heavens. I've got dominion. I'm occupying the heavens you know, right now. You occupy the earth. You bring the kingdom of God. You do kingdom business. And what is kingdom business according to Genesis 1? Take the blessing and multiply it. <laughs> yeah. So what's happening here? What, what are we doing? We're literally fulfilling our destiny right here as we're talking, and you're fulfilling your destiny as you're listening. Why? Because you are growing in kingdom business as you listen to this, and we are, we are taking kingdom business, and we're multiplying it into each here, right? Yeah. So we'll, we're fulfilling our purpose right here. You guys and I, we are, we are taking the blessing and the purpose and the knowledge of God, yeah. and we're multiplying it into every viewer and every listener right here. And you are doing what another part of occupying is study to show yourself approved, right? Uh, esteem the word of God. Yeah. Grow in the word of God. Get revelation. And you are sitting here getting revelation here in this right now. That's a part of handling kingdom business. You're growing in your knowledge. You're growing in your operation. You may be hearing from the Lord. Here's what you do. Here's, here's what I want you to stop. Here's what I want you to do. You're actually getting downloads and instructions from headquarters right now, occupying till we come, yeah. right? Now, here he says this. He says, I'll, I got the heavens. You and all the children of men, you have control of the earth. You have dominion. You, you occupy there, right, till I come. Where? The earth. Look at this verse, Psalms 8. Psalms 8 and verse 4. This is something else. Now, what we're talking about is, what is our why? Why are we here? What is our purpose and our destiny? Let me show you this, because I think this is amazing. All right. The angels are basically sitting here. This is a question where the, where the angels are basically going, what is man? Like this, this creature that you made man, this, this human man, like mankind, he's not just talking about males. This, this human dude and woman, what are they? Like they're, obviously they're made in your image, God. What are, look at this. 
What is man that you take thought of him? And the son of man that you care for him? Yeah. And then it says, verse 5, you have made him a little lower than God. Now, this translation here literally means you've made man just a sliver under where God is. Yeah. I mean, it literally, yeah. when this statement right here puts us in the God class, we're not God. We didn't, we can't create ourselves. We didn't create ourselves. We're not God, but we are as close as we can get without being him, is what yeah. this means. Yeah. You made you made man a little lower than God. And then look at this. And you crown him yeah. with glory and majesty. Yeah. Okay. You've got a purpose. You have a destiny. Put it in the comments. I have a purpose and a big destiny in God. I have a purpose and a big destiny in God. God has crowned us with glory and majesty. Now, some of us don't feel like we're worthy of that, and so we won't walk in the fullness of it. But if you see that God wants you to have it, and you drop that condemnation, you get a revelation of your righteousness in Christ, you can walk in the fullness of of the glory and majesty that God wants you to have, and it is exciting. It is big in our purpose and our destiny. Then look at the next verse. He's, what is man that you take thought of him? The son of man that you care for him. Yet you have made him a little lower than God. You crown him with glory and majesty in verse 6. You make him to rule over the works of your hands and you have put all things under his feet. Here's your purpose and destiny wrapped up in, in four verses. Occupy till I come. Be, you're blessed. Be fruitful and multiply. You, he's given the earth to the uh, sons of men, and God has made man in his image and likeness, crowned him with glory and majesty, and he's put man over all the works of God's hand over all the works yeah. of his hands. So what God has created, our job is to rule and have dominion over it. Now watch this. Not from a worldly corrupted mindset of dominion that's ugly and perverse, but the dominion that comes from the love of Christ. The, the love of Christ that would give himself for you and I when we were his enemies. In other words, it's not, a, it's not ruling from a place of, it's not ruling from an ugly place of dominion, but a beautiful place where the blessing of God can be multiplied to anybody who would receive. Yeah. It's not, he's not going to force himself on people, but he will make it available, and anybody can walk into that place. That's what we're supposed to oversee. We're supposed to tell people the good news about him. We're supposed to be good ambassadors. We're supposed to take the blessing of God and multiply it all across the earth. Now, as a church, as a whole, we've really not done a good job of that. We really have slipped in that. But God is calling right now for people to rise up to their purpose and their destiny based in their why, based in the love of Christ that controls them, and move into the place where God can release us to be who we're called to be and release us into our destiny and our purpose like never before. Amen? Now, right now, I just want you to, what we said at the beginning, you can't move into your purpose and destiny and even know it 
without knowing your why, yeah. which our why is that the love of Christ controls us because we love God. Yeah. But we can't even know our why and live in our why until we know God himself, till we receive God through Christ. And so fulfilling your purpose and your destiny comes back to this, that you have a fellowship with God. Oh, the devil wants to keep you keep you out of it because he never wants you to fulfill that destiny. He never wants you to fulfill that purpose. And the devil is a scoundrel, but God wants you to have it. And today is your day to renew that fellowship, bring it up to the level that it needs to be, and get to the place where that why can be become a part of who you are and your character so that you can see and fulfill your destiny and your purpose. God has great plans for you. I'm talking about eternal and, and heaven-sized great plans. He wants you to fare well in everything. He wants to give you a future and give you a hope and not, get, not give you any calamity or any tragedy. That's his plan. And in the midst of that, he will show you specifically what you are designed for. What are your giftings? What are your callings? And you'll be able to fulfill them as you walk with him. It all starts right now. And so I want you to pray this with me. Just pray, Jesus, today I renew my fellowship with you or I start it fresh. Jesus, you're my Lord. I'll do what you tell me to do. You're the director of my life. You hold my destiny in your hands, and I want to partner with you to fulfill it for you. I love you, and love for you controls me. Not my flesh, but love for you. I believe that you died for me, took all of my sin, and dealt with it. And when it was dealt with, God brought you back to life, and when he raised you up, everything that could hold me back was left in the grave and buried. So now I have a destiny and a purpose that is opened up to me, and I take hold of it in Christ today. Jesus, I ask you, fill me with the Holy Ghost and fire overwhelm me with the Holy Ghost and fire that I can live for you and fulfill my destiny and purpose and not forget my why in Jesus' name. I receive that intimacy with you today and that fellowship, and out of that fellowship, I will live to the fullness in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory to God. Father, right now, just bless every person that's hearing this or watching this. Let them fulfill their destiny. Let them fulfill their purpose. Lord, let them see that in their own creation was a great destiny written by God himself for them individually. And let them see that it is in the God class. It is on the God level. And Father, let them walk in it. Let them not be held back. Let any deceptions that come their way be revealed and shine the light on it so that they'll fall for no deception. Let every trap be sprung so that it will not catch them. Father, I thank you for it, and I praise you for it, and I give you the glory, and I praise you, and we worship you today. Lord, we love you with an everlasting love. We give that love to you. We, we choose to give it to you for all eternity. 
that we will let the love of Christ control us and we love you as you've loved us. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. That fellowship and that relationship will take you into your destiny and your purpose, and it will keep that why as the strength to help you walk through life and never miss anything that God has for you, get all of his goodness to you. Amen? Amen. Did y'all receive from that today? Yes, yes sir. What did yes. you see in it that stuck out to you? I mean, it's always just a good reminder to go back to the why, because like yeah. a lot of times, you know, you can know, oh yeah, my why is because I love God, but as time goes on, you can kind of forget that a little bit, yeah. Or, yeah. or your motivations can just go from just a passionate love for God and it can just kind of slowly fade into a well that's just what we do yeah. you know what i mean yeah. and getting back just getting back to that i do it because i love god like in everything yeah. in everything like why do we why do we make sure that we make good confessions you know yeah. it's not because yeah. we're afraid that everything's going to fall apart if we make the wrong confession but i want everything that i say to glorify yes. god to glorify yeah. my god and i want my words to show that i love my god you know Correct. and that he's good to me i don't want to walk around and confess bad things you know saying that like basically communicating to the world that my god doesn't supply yeah that my god yeah. isn't good you know i want my i want my speech to show people that my god is a loving and a good god because i love him yeah so, even down to the little things you know not just like the big like purpose but even the little things that we do you know like yes why you know why, why do i do this why do i do that well because i love god you know yeah and and, and that's that's the purpose and and we we all need to get that reminder every yeah. once in a while because I love God. Yeah. Amen. I really enjoyed what you pointed out with us being just created just a sliver below divinity because yeah. mm -hmm. it was reminding me of, like, what is our capacity? Yeah. yeah. Like, what, yeah. Are we, what are we created for? We're not just created as a man. Yeah. We're yeah. created in godliness. We're created like the creator yeah. of the yeah. universe, God. Yeah. And I know you preached a message like a while ago on what is our capacity, but yeah. it goes right along with this, reminding me of that, of like yeah. what is available to us. You yeah. know, this yeah. opens up so much. Well, when you see that, you, you stop allowing the lower level thinking. Like we would call it, you know, maybe even above average in the world, yeah. but it's way below average according to that creation you know when he's created us just a little lower than god yeah. then for me to operate even above average in yeah. the earth is so below average with yeah. him so it changes like oh my purpose and my destiny is different yeah. than what i've been thinking you know mm -hmm. we've got to get revelation that's why we go back to the owner's manual and see who we actually are and how we're made what our capacity is uh, and and this has kept coming to me because um, some translations of that passage say he's made us a little lower than angels. Yeah, and, um, yeah. And that word, the word, the the actual word in the Hebrew is Elohim. Yes, which yeah. is God. You know, yeah, and so yeah. like you can even see how like over time, even with the bias of some translators trying to bring our yeah. capacity down, they were actually in false humility because yeah. they couldn't, they their flesh could not receive. Yeah. yeah. So so they yeah. they changed the translation to bring us yeah. even lower, but the reality is the word is Elohim. We know yeah. the word. Yeah. It means God, you know. So yeah. he's made us just a little bit lower than God. What what a capacity do well, we have? Well, and later mm -hmm. on it says for a little while mm -hmm. they were a little bit lower than the angels. Mm -hmm. For a little while. Yeah. And that's talking about the period of time 
uh, that we were under corruption, right? So in other words, it was only yeah. there for a little while, but then it was changed yeah. through Christ. Christ changed that, right? Yeah. Uh, original making in the garden was a little bit lower than God, and that was lost for a little bit through sin, but yeah. now it's changed back. Yeah. So you can see that God really won't, he's got huge plans. for. I don't yeah. think, I, I really do not believe that there's one person on the earth that really understands the fullness of what we're actually created to do. Like, I really don't believe that. I, I think that you've got some people that are a lot higher than others in it, uh, but it's very rare. And, you know, even in, um, you know, think about this when, uh, think about when Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration. What he actually did in that moment was let his real self be seen. It was a special moment, and he let his real self be seen and knocked out all the people in the flesh, right, basically in that moment. And, uh, but here's, here's the thing that I want you to see. God shared some of that same glory with Moses who didn't have Christ as a redeemer yet. So where is our capacity? And then yeah. when we're redeemed, what are we redeemed to? That's a great question. The Lord asked me some years ago, what are we redeemed to, right? Yeah. We're redeemed. If you're redeemed, it's like nothing bad ever happened. You're, you're put back in the image and likeness that Adam was carrying in the garden, and we're supposed to carry and be clothed with the glory like that. That's why I'm looking forward to 2023. 2023 is the year of glory. I believe we're going to see a clothing of the glory in our church like we've never seen before, yeah. ever, Amen. ever. I believe we're going to see it. And now that means we're going to have to go after it. We can't just sit on our, on our hind, hind ends and, and not go after it. We've got, to, we've got to be in faith and see those things and let the, let the destiny of God, let the uh, fulfillment of our purpose come into being by overcoming the lack from where we are to where he wants us to be with our faith. Is, is the victory that overcomes the lack of the world or overcomes the world, even our faith uh, of a corrupted world, our faith. And so we've got to apply some faith here. We've got to, like what you were saying earlier, I, we've got to receive who God has made us to be, which takes faith, you know, to, to stretch out into that. But this is a part of seeing your purpose and destiny. God wants to clothe us with his glory like never before. And it's time. It's time for that to come into being, so... Amen. Amen. Did y'all get something out of it today? I yeah. see some comments. And uh, like, read read a couple of the comments here. I've not kept up with them. Um, Joni said, I had to do that for prayer this morning. Lord, what's my why? If I'm going for you, and that is what you're leading me to do, it will be blessed. Yeah. And then she said, if I'm going for people or an obligation, it's going to be fruitless. That's right. Good. That's right. Yeah. And uh, and my mom said, it's it, it really spoke to me. Sometimes I think of my why as what I do in ministry work, like working with children. When you, when you gave that example, it really spoke to me. My why is because I love Jesus. Oh. Yes, and that, and that is such an important yeah. point because, uh, because if we're doing it just to help people, that's going to come back to us. It rests on us. Yeah. But if we're doing it because we love Jesus, yeah. now we tap into something different. Yeah. There's a different level of strength that comes through that. Yeah. That's our why. You know, the love of Christ controls us. That's yeah. our why. Amen. Glory to God. Well, we love you so very much. If you would like to sow into this word today and sow into getting the gospel out even more, um, then you're welcome to do it. You can go to give, www.org, 
Cash App, PayPal, Venmo, text to give, a cryptocurrency, give one time or give on a recurring basis. You can do all of that at giveww.org. We love you so very much. If you're sowing today, our job is to receive that, put it towards getting the gospel out there, which I promise you that's what we're doing. Uh, we are constantly sowing to get the gospel, the good news of Christ out everywhere we, we can get it uh, and be do as much as we can. And uh, always... And our, our job and our responsibility also is to every cent, every penny that's received, every bit of sowing that's giving, our job is through Christ and through our authority in him to bless it. And so, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, let every bit of sowing, let it reap a heavenly harvest. Let it be supernaturally multiplied, exponentially multiplied, quickly, in the name of Jesus, Lord, bring an abundance to every sower based off of their seed and their heart to sow. I thank you for it, and I praise you for it. I give you the glory. Thank you, Lord, for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Just put this in the comments. Say, Lord, I receive a supernatural harvest now yeah. in the name of Jesus. Lord, I, and you can say it out loud with me too. Lord, I receive a supernatural harvest on my sowing now in the name of Jesus. Amen. We love you so very much. Uh, we will be back tomorrow at 1130 for Lunch Plus. We'll see you then, and uh, have a great day. Amen. Hey, guys, as we announced earlier, as the word started, we have a month left of our fun Lunch Plus segment. So here's what I'm going to tell you right now. Make sure that you are tuning in at 1130 for the next month because the crew is coming together to figure out how to make this the best month of fun that we've ever had. They're going to be great. So stick around for the next month and get ready. Pastor announced it today. December 20th is our Lunch Plus Christmas broadcast and you can win $1,000. All you have to do is tell someone you know to subscribe to our YouTube channel and then comment on any of the the videos and say that you sent them and you get entered in to win the drawing that we are going to draw on December 20th. So make sure that you sign yourself up for a chance to win a thousand dollars. You can't subscribe yourself. You're already subscribed. Like it's already a done deal, but get your friends to do so. It's going to be great. We're going to be back tomorrow also at 1130. So get ready, get excited. Rewatch this one. Today was phenomenal and we'll see you tomorrow. 1130.